The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the Winbet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast's Final Four Watch Party. The Saturday, sweat out your bets and win prizes with Ryan, Sean and Colby over on YouTube.com Sports Gambling Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. Coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Sunday, March the 26th. Um, and we're back at the old internationals and lower league um, English domestic stuff again because we've got no Premier League or anything else till next weekend. Um, he had to help me fight through all of this stuff and pretend that we care about it. This is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry, how are you doing? I'm not pretending to care about this, Morgan. You're not, you know, you, in fact, you came out quite openly last week and said you didn't give a shit, didn't you? Uh, no, this international stuff just drives me nuts. I just can't. <laughs> I don't know why, Malcolm. There's lots of football to get involved in. And that's yeah, there is. I just don't enjoy any of it. I sat, I watched the England game this afternoon uh, and it got to 60 minutes and I decided to just have a sleep instead. And yeah, yeah. The clocks went forward last night and I lost an hour as did everybody. And I wanted to claim the hour back instead of watching that last half hour of the football. So I had an hour's sleep. Just Fair enough. Back when I lost. So I just, just get a bit bored. Like, and like you look at the crowd at, at Wembley today and the atmosphere, yeah. it's very flat. Nobody looked like they're enjoying it at all. Um, anyway, it's been a good few days for England, two good wins, off to a good start. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't bother me. doesn't interest me. No, I think, yeah, I would say, 93% of football supporters think exactly the same. But as even everyone I've spoken to, normally, like just your general weekend when you, I take Bob to football on Saturday morning, I mean, the other dads will say, Oh, what do you fancy today? Do you think Newcastle will win this, that, and the other? And there's just nothing. Everyone's just looking at each other. Like, I say, you're like, you're like a bird in an eclipse. You don't know what to do. Like, it's, it's unnatural. It's not normal. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. a little bit uh, it's a bit underwhelming, really. I mean, you can still bet on it. To be fair, the lower league stuff is perfectly good fun. Um, I enjoyed watching a couple of the games this weekend, even though uh, it didn't really go our way from a punting point of view. And it was non-league day as well, which is quite a worthy cause to get involved in. Um, if I wasn't working last night, I would have yeah, gone and found a, a local non-league game to watch yesterday. But I can't do two things in one day, Baz, as you well know. Um, it's... Um, it's physically impossible for me to do well, that too. I was working. The other thing yesterday, Malcolm, was was the with what the was whole it? international break. Yesterday, I ended up having to get involved in family stuff because there was no oh, no. no. Um, so I spent the day like shopping and stuff with the kids oh, and the missus oh. into town. You know, clothes shopping, looking at trainers. Um, Why did you have to go? Stop! I just. I felt I had to because I didn't have a good excuse not to for a change. Normally, it's just like, I'll stay at home, I'll watch the football, and that's fine. Yeah. And I just thought it's one week where I haven't even got any football that I'm going to watch this afternoon. I thought I should keep up appearances, and it was awful. Um, it was exactly everything I expected it to be. Um, Helen knows. Yeah. I mean, Helen said, she says, look, I'm not bothered if you come. <laughs> if you're going to be miserable the whole time I'd rather you didn't come <laughs> so she knew exactly what I was going to be like and I just moped around the place and, come on let's move let's get out of here it's come awful on, you're, not isn't it? that. you're not having that like just probably yeah. from your old dad like you're not having those trainers £150 piss off man you're 12 year old yeah uh, oh, it just drives me mad I hate shopping I don't buy anything no. that isn't online um, so every day, everything I, I buy from anywhere is from the behind the computer. I don't go into a shop for anything. Uh, so yeah, spending three, four hours with the girls yesterday doing that was just awful. So yeah, bring yeah. back and get me back to my normal routine of. Uh, well, be at the match next week. I'm up at uh, up in. Oh, you coming up? Man United game here, yeah, so I might catch up then. 
I think uh, I think cumulatively in my forty eight years on this planet, Baz, I think I've done under fifty hours shopping in total. I just yeah, can't I get away with it. Like in yeah. um, all the the Christmas shopping and the Mother's Day and birthdays, that's all gone out the window here now. The the IT department just knows. But I don't bother on at Christmas. I'll go maybe like two or three days before Christmas. I'll go upstairs for whatever reason, and there'll be a bag of stuff on the bed that she's bought herself for me to give her. And I just know it's going to be there. I don't have to do anything now. So then I take that bag of stuff into Betty and tell her to wrap it up. And then it reappears back on my bed a couple of hours later, all wrapped up. And I've had nothing to do with any of it. So I've slowly dragged everyone down to my level. Like, but um, I'm. I totally agree with you. It's horrific. I had to take her to the Metro Centre last week when the teachers were on strike just to try and do something together. Like, in, I stood in Primark. It was like the Oklahoma land rush of 13-year-old girls. It was absolutely incredible. Like, um, yeah, So, yeah, sure totally where, agree you know, with you. But, uh, yeah, that's me done for at least another year before I do that again. Agree with you. Um, Captain Sano has joined us. Hi, hi, Captain. Good evening. Um, yes, Captain, I have absolutely mailed it in already. But I'm at a certain age, you know what I mean? You, should, you get this age, you shouldn't have to do anything you don't want to do, I don't think. But um, footy-wise, and yeah, you said England picked up two good wins. Uh, the one in Italy, particularly on Thursday night, was a good win. England don't win in Italy very often. I think it was the first time, I can't remember what the stat was, uh, 60-odd years or something anyway. Um, Scotland won a game. Uh, 3-0 against Cyprus this is a, this is my I've called on this bit Baz the home nations review uh, if you're interested Scotland won Wales sneaked a point which shafted you uh, bad result for Northern Ireland tonight lost to over to Finland um, I'll call this bit North American review uh, USA and Canada won so that's that um, and I'll call this next bit um, top story um, France smashed the Netherlands 4-0 that's probably the top story, Baz. So, did you enjoy that review? Yeah, I mean, I thought the top story would have been the the, the valiant effort from Eswatini. <laughs> well, we're getting on to that in a minute. We've, uh, it's ostrich steaks and fancy porridge all around, isn't it? Yeah. I um, I loaded up the stream before, and you know, I sometimes do these little banners if I've got time. And the the bottom banner just said porridge chat from last week, and it made myself giggle because huh? I forgot about the porridge chat. So I've deleted the porridge chat banner. But yeah, um, well, yeah, we'll go through my uh, international picks, and um, I tell you what, let's do this ad read first. We'll uh, we'll let we'll, le- we'll let the headline breathe, Baz, for another thirty seconds or so, uh, while I tell you about the WinBet, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet active in Massachusetts and tons of other states. Be on the lookout for. Win bet happy hour uh, Thursday from 5 till 6 p.m. Eastern time uh, during win bet win hour. Marquee games of the week will have better odds on win bet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And March Madness this year, loads of ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive that special offer. Bet $100 and get $100. And for our DJs, if you get the biggest long shot party of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. Loads to choose from. Head to winbet.com or download the win bet app. Offer subject to change. Takes and sees at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older. Present the state where pay through is available. If you're someone who has a gambling problem, call 1-800-5247-00. Uh, if you're looking to hang out with Sean and Ryan at Stadium Swim and watch the biggest golf tournament in the world, you can win that insane three-night stay at the Circa Las Vegas to hang with the guys. The contest is completely free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash golf party. If you don't win the contest, you can still get a discount on a room using the promo code SGP15. And the Final Four watch party as well. Hang out with the guys on the YouTube channel for the entire Saturday of Final Four action. Live bets, prize giveaways and much more. Subscribe to youtube.com slash podcast and tune in on Saturday. Um, just harking back to that Masters read, Baz. I watched a bit of the golf today and I know you had some bets. Um, you had some fancy prices, didn't you? And they got sort of turned over yesterday. But I had a DFS lineup with McElroy and Scheffler in. It was going along really, really nicely. And then they were both two shots up with about four holes left in the two semi-finals today. And somehow managed to both fuck it up. Um, so, yeah, I was getting quite excited for a little while. But uh, it's going to knock me down. So I'm going to win about $30 and not 300 Like, But, um, yeah, the yeah, golf's been good. Yeah, I'm looking 
Yeah, he had Kitty Armour at 200, got, got as far as the quarters. Uh, went ahead early in the quarter final. I thought I might get a bit of a run out of him, but then fizzled out a bit. Uh, he only did, lost by, he lost one the, down as well. It's not yeah, like he got smashed. Made, made it to the last hole and yeah, it would have been nice to get a get him into Sunday at that price, but uh, it wasn't a big, but I got a decent run out of him, got a bit of bit of entertainment out of it. Well, we'll, uh, we'll knock some Masters picks out in two weeks, Baz. That's uh, April the yeah. 5th, uh, that weekend. Um, so we, we'll do some Masters bets as well. Yeah, um, yeah. right then. Ostrich Stakes, uh, Friday, the international pick started. I'm claiming, Baz, three and a half out of four of my international picks. Uh, but it did start with uh, Cape Verde, nil. Eswatini, nil. Uh, African football expert has gone straight into my bio on Twitter and on my resume. Um, Eswatini on the Asian handicap was the bet and should have been a bit braver, shouldn't I? I took the extra goal and a half um, at a price of minus 117, 11 to 13. But yeah, I should have been a bit braver, really. Um, Cape Verde had a couple of half chances. Eswatini never looked like scoring. I watched this on Friday afternoon. Savage amusement this was. Watched it on like the two-inch screen on Bet365 as well. Um But yeah, there wasn't an awful lot happened. But it, yeah, it was the perfect read. Um If... Any, if there was any other score going to be, it was going to be Cape Verde 1 0. Um, so yeah, I couldn't have got this uh, any better, really. Like I say, I wish I'd just maybe just been a bit braver and taken the draw or something like that, or Eswatini with half a goal. Yeah, I've got but, an apology to make to the, the people of Eswatini as well. Is it about uh, the capital being Lesotho? Yes, it is about the capital. I said it was Lesotho. Ah. Uh, it's not Lesotho, though. You, you've, you've let them down again there. Um, no, it's not because. You see, you know, I should have had the courage to hashtag me too when you said this at the start. Because when I was doing my homework for this, Lesotho's got its own results in there. There's form line. Lesotho played today, I think, actually. Yeah, well, got... funny enough, that's that's how I noticed. I was looking at today's yeah. so I So uh, I knew you were wrong, but I doubted myself, Baz. You should never do that. If there's any young people listening, if anyone like Barry tries to tell you about African capitals, shout at them. So yeah. The Eswatini capital is... Um, Mbabani. Mbabani. Sorry, say again. Mbabani. Uh, <laughs> they play for PSG. It's not. It's not you know. So yeah, I, I got that wrong. But yeah, you know, I was I was caught out on the on caught on the hop, like quickly trying to find some Eswatini trivia, uh, and I messed it up. But I was right about the national ditch and the oh. so I, I got two out of three right. Um, but yeah, we'll go. Fair enough. So, yeah, so I enjoyed that one. I, um, I tried really, really hard tonight to get a, a a pick out of the Trinidad and Tobago versus Nicaragua game. But I just couldn't. I couldn't get an angle. I looked at it for 20 minutes and I just couldn't find an angle. And I was laughing at myself saying, you can't in good faith go on there and just pick a pick for the sake of it. It's a no bet. Trinidad and Tobago and Nicaragua is a no bet. Um, my half point comes from Israel 1, Kosovo 1. Um, I talked up goals. Uh, but I gave out over two and a half, but I did give out both teams to score as well, which is why I'm claiming a half. Um, Solomon got the assist for the goal when I gave him out as my goal scorer. Um, so, yeah, that was that's not a disaster. Like um, Spain 3, Norway 0. This was beautiful. Spain to win to 0 was the pick at 10 to 11. Um, Spain won 0 up to late doors, and our mate Jocelyn come on and scored two goals for us. What's all that about? That was his first ever appearance for Spain, 32-year-old, making his debut for Spain, 10 minutes on the pitch, two goals. He- Never showed any of that at Newcastle, did he? Well, no, he signed for Newcastle from Stoke. But when he signed, we knew he was shite. So it was never really a problem, him being shite. It's like, it's not your fault that you're shite, mate. We understand. Um, he did have that good, just a loo, loo, loo. He might score one, he might score two. Uh, that was a decent song. I enjoyed. Um, so yeah, he came off the bench and scored two goals. But Spain, three. Norway, nil. It was a good pick. And then my fourth one... Um, and the final winner here was Grenada won USA 7 uh, where I took USA minus 3 um, and again this is the one we should have gone up the ladder we chose the long ladder game we went to Tel Aviv uh, for our ladder we should have been in the Caribbean the whole time Baz uh, but a good one for USA this got some um, chat in the Discord last night everyone was talking about Captain America are they talking about Christian Pulisic these American people when they're on about Captain America I don't know I'm assuming. I think we we were just humouring them at that point, weren't we? But, um, but yeah, he got the score. She Granada got one back 
um, when they were 3-0 and I thought, oh, don't start this silly news. But then USA ran off with it 7-1. So, yeah, I'm saying three, three, and a, three and a half out of four. Uh, so, yeah, back in form. And I have, um, I've stayed in Europe tonight, unfortunately. Like I say, I couldn't find anything in, um, in, in Trinidad and Tobago or elsewhere. But we'll get to my international picks in a bit, Baz. Um, you went down the divisions and you took a few hits, didn't you? Yeah, it wasn't quite. Uh, it didn't pan out quite as expected. Start off in League One with Peterborough Derby. League One was bad for me this weekend, and I did say last week I do much better midweek. Weekends come along, and I can't buy a win at all. Like uh, Peterborough Derby, I took the over two point five. Um, in fact, every one of the I had three games on on a Saturday, um, various different bets, mostly including goals. Um, all three of them are nil nil at half time, so all looked pretty terrible at that point. Um, finished 2 0, Peter Brad Derby. Uh, there was enough chances in amongst them to, to maybe get more. They had 11 shots on target between them, but that one wasn't to be. Um, sticking with League One today, I took Chef Wed in the Asian hand. This was unbelievable. An absolutely shocking result for Chef Wed. I mean, Chef Wed had been 23 games unbeaten. Uh, they'd lost against um, Barnsley, as we know, through the week. We, we went with Barnsley in that one. But to go and get beat off. Forest Green, who have not won a game in months, like absolutely terrible. Forest Green, and yeah, got got what they deserved. Really, um, didn't create much in the game. Uh, they got beat one nil. Uh, that was a real shock for me. Uh, I didn't see that one coming at all. I really fancied Chef Wed today. Um, put them in everything. And- if you'd watched that game, Baz, it was one of those like it was like the right was on the wall quite early on because you see, I think Forest Green played quite well. Yeah. Duncan Ferguson has been there. I think he'd been eight games without a win. He, they were one 0 up in his first game in charge, and he, he conceded two in injury time against Shrewsbury. And then after that, it's just completely nutty falling apart. But. It, you 15 minutes into that game, I reckon if I'd offered you a cash out, you'd have had it because you could just kind of tell it was. Yeah, it, it seemed to be the writing on the wall, and it, Sheffield Wednesday were dreadful in the second half. You can make no excuses for Chef Wed in in the in the game at all. Um, but as I said before, this game 16 without a win or something for for Forest Green, I think it was. Um, but yeah, you can have no complaints. They weren't hard done by. They weren't unlucky in any any way. Chef Wed, they just weren't very good. Um, so, yeah, really, really disappointed with that one. League Two was a little bit better for me. Um, Saturday, the first one in League Two, a bit frustrated with this because Hartlepool, Leighton Orient, I took Leighton Orient. I thought they were a good price. I also backed them to score two or more. It finished 1-1. And I did say in my analysis of that, Leighton Orient had drew the last three games. Hartlepool had drawn the last four. Um, so there were signs there of a draw coming. Yeah. You, said, you, you know, you talked up Hartlepool a little bit as well. Um, said, you know, they're not getting hammered by anyone. Um, you know, they're making a bit of a fight of it down there. Um, that's five draws in a row for them now. Um, so, yeah, that one wasn't any good. And then the final one for me was Stevenage Salford. Uh, and it was possibly the one I, I, I liked the most. I'd said Stevenage in the last sort of, I can't remember how many games. Look at. They were scoring lots of goals. The highest scoring, you know, team on both sides, conceding goals and, and scoring goals. I think it was something like 32 goals in the last eight games or something for, for Salford. So I took the over two and a half and the over three and a half. The over two and a half hit at 21 to 20 and the over three and a half hit at five to two. And it's another one that was nil-nil at half time. Um, I mean, it was late goals, bit fortunate, 90 minutes and 92 minutes, those last two. Um but yeah, had they just picked up something in that first half, we might have got a bit higher up that ladder. Uh, but that rescued rescued things a little bit. Hitting a five to two for over three and a half was a was a nice nice little win. Um, and that that one was one that did follow the form. Salford good games have just been full of goals, and it's something now I've noticed. I will keep an eye on over the next few weeks for Salford. Yeah, Hartlepool were unlucky not to win. They hit the post and the bar in the last few minutes in that one. Um, I just took another line we mentioned this on. Uh, Sunday night or Thursday night, sorry. Um, that the relegation odds for League Two because I still think Harrogate at twenty one are huge. Now I've got a contact at Harrogate and I spoke with him on Saturday morning, um, and he said if Crawley went today, we're in the shit. Um, and Crawley won. Um, Hartlepool, like I say, a feisty. It, it looks like a match between Harrogate and Hartlepool. So I checked the odds again. There were twenty to one on um, Thursday. And they're still 20-1 Harrogate. Harrogate didn't play this weekend because Newport County 
called the game off for um, international commitment. So who's playing? Who's disappearing off from Newport County to play with? They probably had half the Eswatini lineup or something like Um So Harrogate didn't play. But you say Harlepool have drawn five in a row, but... It's still a little points gap, but twenty to one's too big for Harrogate Town. So yeah, I'll I'll um, I'll throw we'll that one up, out there again. We'll come up with what? Crawley soon as well because I've got Crawley covered this week. Uh, okay, Crawley will get a bit of a mention later for for our League Two coverage for midweek. All right, we've got some uh, live live parent near Buzz. Uh, the daughter is trying to cut a bagel up over there, and it's one of the worst displays of manual dexterity I've ever seen. Do you want me to do it? She normally this is normally one of my very few jobs, Buzz, is the chopping up of the bagel. Can you do it? Stop. <laughs> no, do it. Do you want me to do it? Right, you say things, Buzz. I'm going to cut this bagel up here. So where are we it's going from here? What have, what have you got for us this week, Markham? What have I got for? All my games are from the Euro qualifiers on Tuesday night. Right, well, I'm going to kick us off then, because I've got... Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Wee! Oh, there's yeah. crumbs everywhere. Right. Clear off. Um, yeah, so yeah, Euro qualifiers, all on Tuesday. Just get the crumbs off me notes there. Um, and let's have a look. Oh, hang on. Uh, in the chat, Captain Insano wants to know what's going on top of the bagel. Butter. Butter. Just butter. That's it. Mm. Butter, yeah. That was a very, very Geordie accent there, B. Uh, butter. butter. So, so I'm going to start it. 1.05pm game. And I'm going to go back to Norway again. Um, the game is Georgia against Norway. Georgia are 5-2, to two, plus 2.50. Uh, the draw 12 to 5 plus 240, and Norway are 20 to 19 plus 105. And I like Georgia in this spot. Um, no squirty cream cereal, no no cream cheese, just the butter. The squirty cream's back. Um, yeah, I think Georgia are alive here. Their form, they've got some really good form. And I'm also wanting, I would be wanting to fade Norway, whoever it was, for the similar reasons I faded them this weekend. Um, the Nations League, I mean, they're a Group C team, Georgia, so they're obviously below sort of top class, but they've got a... You don't have to look too far behind. They've got a nil-nil v Bulgaria, um, a 2 nil win over North Macedonia. They, uh, they batted Bulgaria 5-2 away from home. And then the World Cup qualifiers, they've got a 2 nil win over Sweden, uh, a 1-1 with Greece. Spain only turned them over 2-1. So that's not bad form at all. Um, your man from Napoli, uh, Kevarachkelia... Cavellia, there's more V's and K's than that. You know what are you laughing at? Go on then. What's his name? Farad Skellia. Right, that's what I said. He's the star man, obviously. They had a friend of yesterday, but we're not going to read too much into the six-one win over Mongolia, Baz. Um Norway, however, um I was happy to fade them at the weekend. Uh, a combination of poor form and no Erling Haaland. And I'll go again. However, I've taken a slightly mm, I'm not brave enough to take Georgia to win here. This could easily finish nil-nil, by the way. Absolutely easily finish nil-nil. I've got Georgia on the double chance market, which is very short. It's um, 13 to 18, minus 138. But then maybe Georgia on the draw, no bet market is 6 to 4, plus 150. So that's going to be me pick that one. And like I say, fade in Norway. And I don't mind Georgia's home form at all. So, um, yeah, it's not, not the most exciting of picks. But I do think Georgia can can come out of this game not losing. So whichever way around you want to play that. And like I say, the nil-nil draw is very much in play there. Um, any thoughts on Georgia and Norway, Baz? Yeah, Norway are going to win. All right. Shit, you should have said, could have saved everyone them. five minutes there, Baz. Got them in my parlay later on. That's that's all I'm telling you at this point. Oh. Yeah, Even without hauling that. I mean, I just looked at the, the similar games to you and, and I think... The, the wins for Georgia are coming against teams you'd expect them to win. I mean, Christ, they only beat Gibraltar 2-1. Um, <laughs> Good team, Gibraltar, you know. North Macedonia, the Drew with Bulgaria. I've looked at the opposite way. You're, you know, you're looking at them getting wins, but they're against teams that they should be beating. I don't know, we are nothing special either, but I think um, they, they've got... A, I just think that's slightly better. I think they're an all right price. Um, and, and Norway need to get off the mark. I think Norway will... Have, have ambitions of finishing second in this group. Um, you know, they won't be surprised to lose away to Spain, but, but they need to get off the mark in this one. So, uh, I, as I say, I've got them in parlay. Nothing 
Yeah, all right. Well, that's that's helped no one then, Baz. The last seven minutes of this show have helped absolutely nobody. Right. So, how about this one? Um, Turkey against Croatia uh, is the game. This is a. We're on Tuesday night again, seven forty-five Eastern time. Oh, the bagel's been well and truly burnt here, Baz. It's absolute mayhem. Um, oh my goodness! Have a look at this. <laughs> Oh, oh. That's all. That's all. Oh, that's the other side. Yeah, that's the other side. Oh, it's hot as well. Get away, you cracker. Um, <laughs> Turkey v Croatia. Uh, two forty-five Eastern time kickoff. Turkey are oh, nine to four plus two twenty-five. The draw is twelve to five plus two forty. Croatia six to five plus one twenty. Um, Turkey won two one in Armenia yesterday. Um, but they're struggling against poor opposition as well. Home draw with Luxembourg, 3-3, that's horrible. Lost against the Faroe Islands. Um, and the last twice they played similar level of opposition to Croatia. Um, they lost 3-1 to Portugal and they got battered 6-1 off the Netherlands. Um, now, Croatia let you down particularly um, when they conceded in the last minute against Wales on the weekend. But I'm happy to give them another chance here. Um, they are a good side. We've just watched them coming off a successful World Cup campaign. Um, and like I say, just that disparity in Turkey's form. So I'm going to take Croatia on the money line. I think they're a good price at 6-5 to five, uh, to knock over Turkey. Who are, do, do struggle when they come up against, uh, up against these top-class European teams, Bas. Yeah, so actually Croatia were the... It was a coin toss between Norway and Croatia for the final pick on me, Pauli. So I did like Croatia uh, and then and then went slightly towards uh, Norway in the end. But I don't mind Croatia as a pick. Good price of plus money. OK. Uh, and then finally, my third pick of the evening. It's the same time on Tuesday night. Scotland against Spain. We thought we'd give the sweaty socks a run out. They had a win uh, against Cyprus the other day. Uh, Scotland are 92 plus 450. The draw is 11 to 4 plus 275. And Spain are 11 to 17 minus 153. Um, it's a mismatch, Baz, I think. I mean, Scotland did beat Cyprus 3 0. Uh, took them two very late goals to do it. They were 1 0 up until the 87th minute when. Uh, Scott McTominay scored a couple. So they've been doing okay. But again, it's just the level of opposition that's totally different. So um, Spain are not at full strength, as exhibited by Jocelyn's appearance. Um, but they're good enough here, Baz, to, to beat Scotland, beat Scotland comfortably. I think the two players, um, take your pick, one or the other, are either Spain on the Asian handicap. Um, minus one and a half goals. So that's a big price, Baz. That's um, 13 to seven plus 185. Um, I love that a lot. Um, and then Spain team total is five to six minus 120. I mean, Scotland is still just trotting out very average kind of championship players as there's a lot of their team. So um, they always, good atmosphere at home. They're always competitive. But I mean, this is, this is just a mismatch, Baz. And I think the prices are closer together. Um, after Scotland got that win at the weekend. But I can't see Spain not winning by at least two. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Um, yeah, I've, I've put marked Spain down as being a good price just on the money line if you're putting them in any parlays or something like 100% that. 100% vote the same thing down, yeah. Um, they're a bit short as a standalone pick, but but sticking anything, I, I would take them. Um, struggle sometimes with, with Scotland, uh, Spain in terms of backing them on handicaps because they've let me down so much in the past with that shitty one nils and all of that. But um, I think... You're quite right. You would expect them in this game to have far too much, um, and especially after coming through that one the other day, three nil to to you know gives you a bit more confidence that they might be a bit more aggressive. Um, yeah, I, yeah, don't mind that at all. Is that all you've got for for your internationals? That is what I've got. I could, I've got I've got a parlay, but we'll throw that out at the end. Yeah, um, I've got a parlay as well, which I'll chuck out there. I should yeah, mention right. my parlay from last week, as you say. Uh, it got done on the line in a couple of games. I, I thought if my party was going down anyway, it was going to be Belgium. And I got off to a really good start Friday night. Belgium winning 3-0 uh, at 6-5 was a, was a really, really good start. Uh, we then had the Croatia. Croatia should have been out of sight um, in that game. Uh, I've seen someone on Twitter saying, did Croatia realise they can't win this game on penalties? Which was their sort of MO during the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Funny. Uh, so, so that... Obviously, it went down at that point, probably just as well because I'd have been if that had won, I'd have been even more sick today because I had England 
and Denmark. Denmark were two 0 up in the eighty third minute. Oh. They lost three two to Kazakhstan. Yep. Um, Kazakhstan hit one thousand to one in play on Betfair. Wow. Um, and come back later on to win that one. So that would have been a bigger blow if I hadn't lost that parlay yesterday. I'd have been absolutely sick. Um, although to be fair, with our book, we'd have been paid out at two 0 up. Yes, you would have done. Yeah, right. over the line. Um, only just consider that at the moment. We, we'd have been paid out. Uh, so yeah. Hit, hit the post with two late, late defeats in, in my post. I wasn't a million miles away, considering how much I hate this international football. And we'll have another go uh, yes. later. Um, You've got to be wary of all the stands lately, Baz. They're very competitive, the stands. They've, uh, they've improved a lot, any of the uh, any of the international stands. Um, Kazakhstan's see- the greatest country in the world, isn't it? It absolutely is, yeah. Serial's uh, C- asking about my thoughts on Israel this week, having stayed away officially. I did look... Um, they travelled to Switzerland um, and I did look at this and I looked at I think both teams to score again because because of all the reasons uh, from the other night um, and both teams to score here is um, minus 110 um, so 10 to 11 and regard, I mean again Switzerland could turn them over this could be what we're going to this could be the 4-2 Switzerland could beat them the other night so um, it would pain me if we got the result that I was looking for against Kosovo on Saturday but yeah Switzerland-Israel um, I do like goals just because it, it, it followed suit like I say both teams scored again so um, if you're looking for a punt I wouldn't put you off uh, goals in that uh, Switzerland-Israel game um, who serials pick here Denmark yeah Denmark struggling in the uh in that group, yeah, that was a, a, a thousand to one on Kazakhstan. You've enjoyed a bit of that. Um, right, we'll let you take us into the English lower leagues, Baz. Once yeah, I have told you about... Hang on. Hold your oh. horses, son. Hold your horses. It's ad reads time. Do you know what? We've got new ad reads tonight and I haven't kind of looked first, really, which was a bit slapdash of me. Uh, Underdog Fantasy, though, is here. Um Underdog Fantasy continues their March Madness College Pick'em. It's a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favourite college basketball player props and great NBA and NHL daily games. Head to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, Baz, go. What you got? Yeah, League One. So, uh... With that Chef Wed defeat this weekend, um, and also Derby getting beat yesterday off Peterborough, that that top end of League One is getting more and more exciting by the week. Like it's really, really uh, opening up. Uh, as I say, Chef Wed two defeats on the bounce, having looked pretty safe at the top. Uh, it's really throwing the cat amongst the pigeons. It's it's wide open now. So just to, to let you know where we currently lie, Plymouth are currently top of the league with eighty points, played thirty eight games. Uh, Chef Wed. In second, two points behind, but played a game less. Uh, Ipswich are then three points behind Chef Wed. They've also got a game in hand on Plymouth. And then three points behind them, Barnsley in fourth. It's then a bit of a drop back. It's eight points down to fifth. So it looks like a four-horse race for the two automatic promotion spots. Although there's eight points covering between fourth and top. Barnsley do have two games in hand on Plymouth at the top. So Barnsley with the games in hand. Uh, and second and third both with a game in hand on top means it could really, really tighten up over the next few weeks. Uh, and similarly, around the playoff spots, as I say, Bolton and Derby are a bit out of the playoff, the automatic promotion spots now, uh, but they've got Peter Brewery breathing down their neck. Wickham coming up not far behind. There's three points covering the next four and only two places in the playoff for them. So it is really, really interesting. And the first game we've got here is Exeter v Barnsley. Um, so... Here's the opportunity, Barnes. We've got one of the games. Oh, well, Baz, Baz, can I just uh, can I break in? We've got some breaking news, Baz. What we got? Um, Antonio Conte has left Tottenham Hotspur. Ah, um, well, he's got the nine ten Jack. Yeah. What you done, your buddy? On uh, yeah, we said that you might hang on. To be fair, I think the day after we talked that we talked about it, it was fairly yeah, obvious yeah. we were wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He was the writing's been on the wall for a few days now. I think everyone's knew it was coming, um, and then when the buy-in news broke, there seems yes. to have been a lot of talk about Nogglesman, hasn't it? There's one thing you'd said last week is who who they're going to get, who who's available now, uh, and suddenly Nogglesman's available. Yeah, be interesting to see if that is where they go. Um, it wouldn't be in a bad appointment, would it? I, I don't think. I mean, it's still bizarre that he's been sacked. Um, 
uh, having lost about two games all season and, and won every game in the Champions League, um, beat PSG both legs, and they're, and they're just unbelievable that he's he's been kicked out. Uh, so, yeah, let's see what happens over the next few days. But uh, Who cares about that when we've got Exeter City v Barnsley to bet on, Baz? Barnsley. Yes. So at St James's Park, the other St James's Park, not in yeah. St James's Park, Newcastle. Exeter Exeter's also a play. Are you going to shut up now? Yeah. Cheers. Um, Exeter currently sitting 11th in the league. Uh, they're not going to threaten the playoff positions, but they won't get into any relegation peril either. They've won three of the last five um, with a draw and a defeat in amongst those. They won 5 0 yesterday against Accrington Stanley. Who are they? <laughs> Um, Everybody <laughs> Over 2.5 Has hit in the last Three games for Exeter uh, But prior to that The under 2.5 Had hit five in a row Barnsley have covered Last week uh, With some success I t- took them You know I, t- I said I fancied them To get something against Chef Wed Despite the fact Chef Wed were unbeaten In 23 at the time um, uh, And we also Backed the Barnsley gold and as I say, with Sheffield losing again today, Barnsley are firmly in the race for top two now uh, and an automatic promotion spot. Currently on a 12-game unbeaten run. They've scored 30 in those 12 games. And that 12-game run unbeaten is is far better when you, you see there's only two draws in amongst that. Ten wins and two draws in the last 12. And as I said last week, they're, they're firing at the moment. Um, going back to this 12-game unbeaten run, they've got seven of them. They've scored three or more. Um, in nine of those games, they've scored two or more. And I think three times they've, they've actually scored four or more. So they're hitting big numbers for goals uh, regularly here. Um, I think with the door open a little bit at the top, I think they'll take the opportunity here, carry on the good form. And I think the money line price is, is good value at 11 to 8 um, for Barnsley here. Um I mean, that said, I don't, I don't think it'll necessarily be a walk in the park. Exeter are a good side at home. They've won the last three. But I just think Barnsley are flying at the moment. Um, they've got a sniff of that um, you know, promotion spot. And I just think, similar to last week, possibly goals might be the best route again into Barnsley here. Um, so I'm going to get on the goals ladder again. Uh, and this game out of the, the four I've covered this week is probably the one I like the most. So again, I'm going with Barnsley over 1.5 goals. At five to four, uh, Barnsley to score three or more at nine to two plus four fifty, and let's have a little sprinkle on the three point five at fourteen to one. As I say, Ooh, nice. three of the last uh, twelve games they've scored four or more, um, and the two or more is just hitting so often nine out of twelve, and you're getting plus money for that. Um, I'll take that all day long. So Barnsley goals for me over one point five, two point five, and three point five. On that one, so um, well, I've just um, cast a, a cursory glance over that Baz for the first time and clicked on it and nearly fell off my chair at the price of over two and a half goals, even money. Um, just looks like a absolutely cracking bet. Like again, all, all the reasons you outlined on Barnsley last week, Exeter won five nil at the weekend, and then you put the two teams together and you give me even money on over two and a half goals. Uh, so yeah, if you want a prudent bet, um, that immediately just jumped off the page to me, and then. Uh, let Baz take you up the ladder. So, yeah, I, I love it, Baz. Yeah. What's next? As, as I say, Exeter are in good form. So I can definitely see them making a making a, goal, a contribution towards it. So, yeah, definitely don't mind that at all. Uh, next up in League One is... Um, I didn't give out the prices for that last game, did I? But anyway, I've told you what price Barnsley are, 11 away. Yeah, we don't need to know the losing prices, we just the winners. Uh, so, Cheltenham v Chef Wed is the next one. <laughs> Chef Wed on the shit list. <laughs> yes. Uh, Cheltenham, 9-2 plus 4.50. The draw is 5-2 plus 2.50. And 4-6 Chef Wed, minus 1.50. Cheltenham are currently down in 17th, eight points clear of the relegation places, though, so looking pretty safe. They've hit a good patch of form of late. They're unbeaten in four games. They've won three, drawn one, and have scored three in each of their last two games. Before those four unbeaten, though, it was just one uh, win in ten games. So, bit of a bit of a turnaround lately. Um, not a long stretch of form, but four games unbeaten is is looking decent. Sheffield, on the other hand, gone from twenty three games unbeaten to to losing two in a row. And as I say, whilst there was no shame in the defeat to Barnsley, uh, losing the bottom of the league, Forest Green today was a terrible result. Uh, and that, it's got to be a bit of a blow to their confidence. Like, um, And as I say, it just blows the, the, the top top of that league open a bit, um, where, where Sheffield were looking pretty secure just a couple of games ago. Um, 
I've got a few notes here about today's game, but we've already covered that, so I'm going to skip over that. Um, both the defeats are on the road, um, and they are on the travels again here. And therefore, I just think four to six for Chef Wed to win away from home after two defeats on the road in a row. Um, and let's remember, before those two defeats, they, they failed to beat Bolton, so, so it's now a three-game on you know winless streak. Um, I mentioned last week how Chef Wed are struggling in front of goal. They've only scored six. Um, goals in the last six games, I think it is. Um, they've scored twice, just once in the last six, so they're not very often getting more than one goal a game. So I looked at the unders here, thinking I might, I might get a decent price for it, but that's also short. It's four to six, minus 150. So in the search of something at plus money, I've gone where I didn't quite expect to when I first started looking at the game, and I've decided to fade Chef Wednesday. I think four to six is just too short for a team without a win in three. Well, it's a bit like uh, Baz when we were we, we faded obviously Newcastle recently, and they, when they were at Bournemouth, and I know they got the win at Forest, but we said they might win absolutely, but you can't pick them at that price, and this falls into that. And yeah. the evidence, the eye test as well today, they weren't good today. They weren't robbed. No, no, they, 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 weren't. they didn't get chinned one nil. They were beaten one nil soundly today. So on that evidence. No way I'm backing them at four to six. Like I say, they might win. They might win three nil, but they're not having my money on whether they do it. Yeah, just just short, really short. As I say, they've not won in three. Uh, Exeter unbeaten in uh, not Exeter, Cheltenham unbeaten in four. Um, and you see, they might win three nil. Another stat I found: they went on that twenty-three game unbeaten run. They never won a single away game in that time by more than a single goal. Okay. Um, not, not one in that, that 23 game run. They just don't win away from home comfortably. So that tells me teams can keep it close against them. And if you keep it close, you give yourself a chance. So Cheltenham on the double chance market to get the win or the draw is a pick for me. Yeah, it's 23 to 20. So what we're looking at plus 115 in American. Money. Yep. Um, I, I think it's a good enough price. I, I, it's better to me than, than the four to six. And as I say, Chef Wed might bounce back here. Um, they are a good side, and, and a couple of bad results doesn't make them a bad side. But I think the value for me is is taking Cheltenham to get something here. Uh, and particularly, as I say, the chef went on the road, don't go hammering anyone. Um, or they haven't done in a while, as you probably will end up being 3-0 now, I've said that. But that's where I'm going. Cheltenham on the double chance to win or draw for me. Yeah, but even if it um, if chef went do um, win 3-0, Baz, I still think you've made the right pick. Uh, on form and like I say sometimes you do I mean it's not often you get a chance to sit down and watch 90 minutes of a, a League One game and done that today and absolutely fair forest screen with the with a better team what are you giggling at? I mean what no I was just, that game today Chef Wade if you give me that game again I would pick the same thing again because of course yeah everything in the form said Chef Wed would win that game and, and win it well and I, I just as you say, there's, there's no regrets with the pick, but watching the game, you could make no excuses for Sheffield at all. They, they, they got what they deserved from it. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's got to be a blow and, and it might might affect them going into midweek. Busy schedule for them as well with, with back-to-back midweeks um, where, where other teams are, are sitting playing Saturday. And Saturday, this is, this is a, a busy run for Sheffield at the moment, so it could also come into play. Um, but that was it for me for League One. We've just got the two games there. Um, anything to add or should I crack on straight into League 2 Malcolm? Yeah, I just want to uh, give a shout out to Nick Morris in the chat new yeah. name uh, enjoying the lower league action um, wants a good ladder Barnes he wants your ladder so Barnes is the ladder um, unless you're um, are you laddering it up in what have you got have you got anything else I've got League 2 I've got two League 2 games oh the yeah. League 2 as well okay oh, hit me we're not stopping there Malcolm <laughs> no why would we <laughs> Well, I've done all right with League Two this week. That was where my winners were this weekend with Salford. I've got a League uh, Two banner, so you can go. But I think starting with uh, Wimbledon v Walsall, is this correct? That's correct, yes. Yeah. CFC yes. Wimbledon, 38 plus 167. Uh, the draw is 21 to 10 plus 210, and Walsall 74 plus 175. Wimbledon sit 18th, but 11 points above the relegation zone. Walsall 13th and firmly, firmly rooted in the mid table. Neither side are particularly high scoring, both averaging around a goal a game. They've both got 39 goals this season in around 37 or 38 games. The FC Wimbledon are an awful run. They're 11 without a win. Um, they've lost seven, drawn four in that 11-game run. Um, they've also lost six of their last seven. No clean sheets in the last eight, and both teams to score has hit in all of their last eight games. Um 
Also, just one win in 15 for Walsall. A little bit of draw specialists, Walsall. They, they've drawn nine of the last 12 games, including a six-game streak of draws in amongst that. Um, those 15 games with only one win uh, only saw the overs hit twice, 13 unders in a row. Uh, but the unders is very short at one to two. Uh, and I think it's good reason for it to be that short. I do think unders is probably going to hit, but I'm not going to pick it at that price. So I thought if the unders is going to hit, that gives us four possible outcomes. It's 1-0 either way. It's 0-0 or it's 1-1. And neither of these teams win. In the last 30 games combined for each team, there's only two wins between them. Um, so just take the draw here. 0-0 or 1-1 will do for me. 21-10 plus 2-10. AFC Wimbledon v Walsall to end in a draw. As I say, Walsall are full of draws. Neither team are winning. Um, low scoring affair gives you every chance of a draw. Bookies think it's low scoring. So I'll take the draw and move on. Okay, move on, Baz. What you got next? So moving on, um, the final game in League Two. And for me in the EFL this week is Crawley Town versus Grimsby. Uh, big game for Crawley at the bottom of the table. They sit 22nd. They're one place above the relegation spots. Um, but they are four points clear. And this is a game in hand, so a chance for them to really open up a gap and ease the pressure a little bit. Grimsby are currently up in 15th and, and safe in mid-table there. The form table tells a different story for both of these. See Crawley down in 22nd. If you look at the last five games, though, Crawley are third in the form table and Grimsby fifth in the form table for the last five games. So there's been a real turnaround in form for Crawley lately. They are on a four-game unbeaten run, three wins, one draw. Prior to that, they had lost six in a row, uh, and we're winless in eight. So um, this this last four games has been a real turnaround. Good bit of form at the right time of the season for them. Grimsby are unbeaten in five league games and just one defeat in the last eight in the league. So two teams that are in reasonably good form. It's hard one to pick a winner from. Um, two teams, as I say, who are avoiding defeat regularly at the moment. I think at the prices, if I had to have a lean Crawley at home with the, the, the recent run of form they're on, are probably slightly better value, I think. Um, at around 17 to 10. Um, did I give the prices out for these? 17 to 10 Crawley plus 170, 9 to 4 the draw plus 225, and 8 to 5 for Grimsby plus 160. Um, but I'm going to go looking at the goals market again here. Uh, and the under 2.5 has hit in the last three games for Crawley, it's hit in five of the last seven for Crawley, and for Grimsby, six in a row have gone under 2.5 goals. And it isn't juiced very much here. It's uh, 17 to 20 for the under 2.5 goals. So minus 115. Um, I'll take under 2.5 goals in the Crawley versus Grimsby game. I think it'll be a 1 0 either way or a, a, a low score and draw. Um, so yeah, under 2.5 is the pick for me in that one. Yeah, I think the bottom of this division. Um, is tight and it is. It tends to be low scoring. And I, I like Crawley. I like Crawley in this spot. Like I say, I spoke to my mate who um, who works at Harrogate Town, and he said Crawley are in decent form. And he was right on Saturday because they won again on Saturday afternoon. Uh, so I'd be looking to tail tail that form. And Grimsby probably they've got to have a little letdown spot as well after that FA Cup run came to a um came came to an end the other day. So yeah, give me Crawley in that one. But yeah, the the under the under two and a half goals looks like a bet. Uh Bars, anything else? Uh I've got a poly on the internationals. Um Yes, go on then. As much as I'm very pessimistic about this international football, it would be rude not to pick a poly out. Uh so my treble here is France uh, tomorrow to beat Republic of Ireland on the handicap. So I'll take France minus one point five versus Republic of Ireland. Spain to beat Scotland and Norway to beat Georgia, much to your dismay. Uh, six yeah. to one trouble for those three. Um, see where we go with that. So, yeah, well, France on the handicap, France to win by two or more, Spain to beat Scotland, Norway to beat Georgia, six to one. I have a parlay, Baz. It is an international treble, Baz. Uh, my parlay is France to win in the Republic of Ireland, uh, Spain to win in Scotland. And the third leg is going to be Croatia. Um, so what Please could possibly go Georgia. wrong? I mean, we're going to have to put a fucking four-teamer on here. Or you are, like, France, Spain, Croatia. Earlier, I, I, I was between Croatia and Norway for my final pick. 
So we almost had an identical treble there. Yeah. So I've been a bit bolder with France in the handicap, whereas you've gone a little bit from the ladies' menu. But, you know, we'll let you have Ever so slightly. But, hey, I'm, not, I'm the international expert, Baz. Let's be honest. Um, so there you go. I think we've uh, we made it to the end of the show, not without some technical issues, but majority of the people uh, won't know about and the people who were here to witness it. Um, Probably really enjoyed me talking absolute bollocks, Baz, for that four minutes that uh, that you left me high and dry. Um, and then the Premier League's back next week. I mean, busy week all around this week. Busy week on the uh, on the network because MLB starts on um, Thursday. Opening day is Thursday. All the divisional series picks have gone out. Um, we are doing the player awards tomorrow night. We're doing a World Series draft on Tuesday. And then it'll be your Common Old Garden pick show on Wednesday. Uh, so MLB stuff all week. Um, I need to take Thursday off to set my nine fantasy lineups because it's absolutely got me going cross-eyed. Um, I am going to smash Captain Insano in the D-Gens League as well. So we'll keep you abreast of that. So loads of stuff going on. But yeah, and then Premier League next week. And it's a really good week as well, Baz. We've got the 1230 Game is Man City v Liverpool. Uh, we've got a couple of good bum fights in there down at the bottom end. We've got Newcastle Man um, United. Yeah, well, I haven't got to that yet. We've got uh, we've got Palace Leicester. We've got Forest Wolves. You've got West Ham Southampton, and then we've got Newcastle v Man United, which is uh, I was just saying while you while you were away there, Baz, that Sunday afternoon. So everyone's going to be a little bit extra beery. Um, because it's uh, it's just a little bit of a later kickoff, so everyone's got time for an extra couple of pints uh, rather than the three o'clock kickoff. Um, and it's a bit of a revenge spot after the cup final fiasco. They've got no Casemiro. It's just set up like that cup final was absolutely set up for us to get beat. Next Sunday is set up for us to go and get stuck right into them, Baz. Uh, and I'm already a little bit pumped about it. So yeah. uh, I might even catch you for a light ale. Are you taking the kids? Who are you going with? Uh, just me and Chloe, just a big one. Um, I'm not sure if I'm around pre-match. It depends. At the moment, kids have got no football. If that's the case, I'll be heading up to Newcastle either Saturday night or early Sunday. Yeah. Uh, if the kids have got football on Sunday morning, then it'll be finish football at midday and drive straight up for the match. Um, so I'm hoping I'm hoping to get up there early. At the moment, there's no game scheduled, so I'm thinking I might be up early, in which case we'll catch and up. If we win... If we win, stick her in a taxi home and you can stop out with me and we'll get sozzled. That's yeah, what I'm do. up for a few days. I've got, got the, pretty much the week up there next week because um, what Jamie, brother, is about to give... Well, he's not about to give birth, but his other half is about to give birth to twins in the in the next week. So Yeah, uh, so uh, good. Champions League back next week too. See, we'll rightly point out. Um, so yeah, we'll probably do the show on Monday night because I'll probably be out and full of beer on Sunday. Um, but yeah, we'll be back on Thursday anyway with our Premier League show. So uh, thanks everyone for joining. Uh, thanks for putting up with that um, little interlude and in, in bearing with us. Um, and if you're listening to the show, you've got no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, so no problem at all. Get on. It's good to see Nick Nick in the chat tonight. Another a new, yes. a new name. More of those. Get more people involved in the YouTube. The more we can get chatting on there, uh, the better it is for everyone. And uh, of course, as always, like, rate, review, Spotify, Apple. Make sure you're giving us those reviews. Uh, it does help. It is appreciated. Correct. Uh, only a few more days of international stuff and we can get back to the uh, meat and potatoes of the Premier League next weekend. Thanks, everyone, uh, for listening. We appreciate it. Enjoy your week. Good luck with all your bets. Until Thursday, we'll see you down the road, cheers.